Welcome to Kitzer Bekitzer. We are up to Simen Kuf, the halachas of Birches Kehanim, Sifyud. Now, when the Kehanim are giving the bracha, they should not look around. They should not lose concentration. Their eyes should be faced downwards, just like during Shemun Esrei. Because Birches Kehanim is essentially a tefillah asking Hashem to give a bracha to Klai Yisrael. The Kehila should be mechavein to the bracha. They should be facing the Kehanim. The Kehanim themselves should not look at their own hands. So nobody should be looking at the hands of the Kehanim. In fact, there's a minog to put the Kehanim's talus over their faces and to extend it over their hands. I'm sorry, to have their hands peeking out of the talus so that the Kehanim can't, can't see it. And then the Tzibor puts the talisim over the faces so they shouldn't see the Kehanim at all. Looking at their hands can be a distraction from the bracha. When Berchaz Kahanam was done in the base of Mikdash, it was usher to look even for a second at the Kahanam's hands because that the Shechina was shayra there. Nowadays, you know, the Mishra says we don't have that Shechina, but we still have the Minog not to look at their hands as a Zecher of the base of Mikdash to remember that Avoida. Next, Halacha. The people that are standing behind the Kahanim are not included in, Berchaz, in that Bracha unless they absolutely can't make it to the front. Just one quick note about the hands. Ramesha Feinstein mentions uh, that it's better for the Kahanim to cover their hands with their talus because it's impossible for everyone in the Kahilo to cover their faces with their talus, and we can't rely on that, uh, especially we have a lot of people that don't wear talisim. But even if the Kahanim are covering their hands, the Kahilo should not look and cover their faces. Anyone who's able to move in front of the Kahanim should. If they don't, then they're showing a a certain disregard for the bracha, and that's why they're not going to receive its value. If it's not their fault, then they're still participating 100%. The Be'er Halacha says that anyone who doesn't come into shul for Be'er Ganem doesn't get the bracha, even if you know they're in the vicinity of it. Or if Moshe Feinstein writes that where Be'er Ganem is only said on Yom Tif, anyone who is physically able to make it to shul is chayev to. If there are mothers who are taking care of their little kids, or any situation that makes it impossible to come to shul, then they are still included in Brechas Kehanim from, you know, long distance. Anyone standing in front of the Kehanim, even if they're on the sides, are included in that bracha, even if they're behind a uh, mechitza. Uh, the Bira Lacha says that if you are standing, like, directly on the sides of the Kehanim, you should turn to face them. Now, where you have uh, a shul, where the Arnakadish is sticking out of the wall, so everyone who's standing up by the Mizrachavant on the eastern side of the shul in the front, they're on the side or behind the Kahanim and they have to move. They should at least move to a place where they're on the, at the side of the Kahanim. Yeah, again, if they can't, then they're, they'll be included. Rav Moshe writes that you are allowed to move your position to get to the side or preferably in front of the Kahanim, even if you are in middle of saying Shmanasrei, Big Chiddush. It seems that he would say this even in Eretz Yisrael, where you get it every day. Next, halacha. The shliach tzibor gives the kahanim their cue for each word, word by word, and they repeat it afterwards until they finish the, the pasuk, and then the tzibor says amen. So to for the second and third pasukim, and the shliach tzibor should not be reading out, should not call out the words balpeh. He should use a sitter because there's always a chance that I'll be confused. A man should be answered to Berches Kahanim, even if you are middle of Kriyashma. Not to the bracha, 
of the Kehanim, but of the Birchus Kehanim itself. You should not start saying Shemayna Esrei if you can tell that Birchus Kehanim is starting soon and you're going to miss it if you're in the middle of Shemayna Esrei. So wait and start Shemayna Esrei after Birchus Kehanim. During Shemayna Esrei, we do not answer Berches Gehanim, although I have heard, I don't know the source, that if you are up to Berches Gehanim in your silent Shemana Esrei, meaning you are following along with the Sheikh Tibor, and you're also at the end of Maidim, then you can answer the Berches Gehanim itself, just like the Chazan. The Chazan himself is allowed to answer main to the Psukim, and that's not considered a Hefzik, because that's part of Tfila. It's relating to the part of Shemana Esrei that he's up to. Now, there are key words where the Kehanim move north and south. Seems like south less. So they move left and then right. By the words, Yivarechecha, V'yeshmerecha, Elecha, V'yichonecha, Elecha, and Lecha. Because these words are referring to people in the second person form, to you. So they face the people that they're giving the bracha, directing the bracha to you. In order to be able to give the bracha to everybody, they sway back and forth to, to direct it to them. They should also uh, turn both sides when they get to the word Shalom because this is the conclusion of the entire bracha. When the Kahanim are singing at the end of a Pasuk by Vishmarecha, Vichonecha, and Shalom, the Tzibor says, Arabana Shalom. In Eretz this tefillah should only be said by someone who actually had uh, a dream and he's not sure what it means whether it's good or bad. Most kilas have a different tefillah, Yehi Ratzin, to be said after the third bracha, before Shalom. Mr. Mura is concerned that maybe it's a little too long, and he recommends saying the Rebbeinu Shalom a third time. On Shabbos, the Kahanam do not sing by any of their brachas, and we do not say, the kila does not say the Rebbeinu Shalom, unless they had a really bad dream the night before, because we don't say tefillahs on Shabbos. This even applies as Rav Moshe when Yom Kippur falls out on Shabbos. The Chazan, whoever is giving the cues to the Gehanim, does not say the Rabbani Shalelem because it can confuse him. If he's not the Chazan, then he could say this tefillah after he gives them their last cue, while the Chazan is finishing uh, some Shalem. A Chazan definitely should not be saying this because he's a middle Shemana Esrei. The Gehanim should make sure to only sing the tunes of that Kehila because... Any other tune can really confuse the Kehanim, and that'll throw off their bracha. If I'm not mistaken, America and England has a different nusuch for their nigun, but everyone should do as their kehila. Have a wonderful day!